We are I. My body craves to be useful. You know, I think, you know, well, actually, I don't think, I know that my mind craves to be useful too, but I think it's easier for your brain to be useful. Well, for the most part anyway, and I guess depending on who you're, who you're talking to or who you're talking with or what you're talking about. But like you have the ability to be able to interpret and intake and analyze information you know, at any time, but your body doesn't physically have to really be doing anything except for maybe circulating blood through the body. And, you know, well, I guess all these metabolic processes, but, you know, really just physically using your body. So yesterday happened to be one of those days where, you know, like there's just a lot of things to do around home, home related things for the first half the day but you know it stores up that energy and I realize that I'm the type of person where the way that my body is built and the things that I've done with it for the last 39 years makes it so that it needs to do things like my my body outside of my mind has a mind of its own and that that mind needs to be fulfilled you know so yesterday afternoon when I went to the gym you know and I trained with a friend of mine and we trained heavy chest out in South Surrey and you know like we didn't the whole point wasn't to be one of those workouts where we crushed it you know it was or I guess it not a workout as in crushing it quickly or it being from like an endurance or a cardiovascular perspective it was slow heavier weight training you know to warm up the chest you know we walked in and we got right into some band flies you know 15 reps you know, medium resistance, just to be able to get the shoulders warmed up, be able to get the chest fibers warmed up, the triceps, you know, start to get the mind switched from being outside, inside, and trying to also break the the part of my mind that just can't stand the place that I'm in. You know, because we were in Club 16 in South Surrey, and there was arguably 200 plus people, you know, in that gym. And it was just a disaster. Everybody everywhere on top of each other, standing there waiting for benches, you know, a couple people in line, everybody, you know, kind of checking each other out, sizing each other up. And it's just that that whole environment that speaks nothing to me about motivation like at all. You know, so we do in these chest flies to be able to, you know, get the body going. Then we're walking around and I can't find anywhere to work. I can't find any bench you know, all the equipment's taken. And finally, we see this one bench over by a Smith machine. And I'm like, well, I guess, you know, we can do some incline barbell press on a Smith machine, which I can't stand because it just wrecks your shoulders. Then we get there. I'm like, like, oh, why don't we take this bench over to where the dumbbells are? This makes more sense to me. So I get up and I wheel the bench and we walk over and we're, okay, you know, weakest part of the chest first, incline dumbbell bench press. You know, we're doing six sets, couple warm-up sets, 15 reps again, just to kind of get the body used to about what we're doing. And then we get into some heavier dumbbell work. You know, we start off with a set of 10 and then a couple sets of eight and then another set of six. You know, I work my way up to the 90-pound dumbbells and the last set I squeak out, I think, five reps 
maybe it was six, I can't remember, but you know, just it felt nice to be able to know that I can go as far as the dumbbell rack can go and I can at least get a couple in and it's not outside of the realm of my possibility. But, you know, we take a good, you know, three minutes in between each set, you know, by the time that I go and then he goes and then, you know, we talk about a couple things and stuff, but intentionally slow, which is hard for me to train that way. But again, I understand and I recognize the benefit of it. And I know I need to do it sometimes because there's, there's benefit to all different kinds of exercise. You know, once we get that in, we go over to flat barbell bench press and same thing, a set of 10, then, you know, two sets of eight, you know, two sets of six, and then a set of four, you know, working our way up to, to 225, you know, nothing, nothing super heavy, but the chest is starting to get taxed. And that's all we need. And again, reared, reiterating to him, you know, it's not the the number that matters, it's about how hard you try to dig for those reps that you feel like that you can't do. Because again, like I've said to people for years and years and years, the, the body doesn't understand the numerical value, only the mind does. The body has no idea whether you're lifting 225 or 125. That's just the ego and the mind games. You got to create the stress. The stress is what you're after. The weight load doesn't make a difference. You know, then we head over to the pec deck and then, okay, 15 reps on the pec deck, 10 push-ups, back-to-back sets quick, very little breaks, just pound these fuckers out, all about blood flow, all about volumization, and just crush it. So we're five sets there, five sets of 15 on those chest flies, and then the push-ups are squeaking out anywhere between, you know, 10 and 15 reps. You know, I was holding myself back a little bit because I wanted to focus on the quality of the fly. So I didn't want to overdo it with the push-ups. But then again, you're just in a different position with the upper humerus to be able to activate different parts of the chest. But wanted to really dial in that pec deck. Then after that, kind of wrapped up our workout. And then, you know, he continued on with a, one of the incline machines, one of the hoist machines that's a little bit more of like a hammer strength machine. You know, it allows your body to get the anatomically a little bit better position. You know, and then he did two sets of 10, two sets of eight, two sets of six, two sets of four there. You know, but I headed out because it was already over an hour and I had a meeting to be able to get to. But it felt good. Felt good to lift heavy. But my body still felt like there was a little bit more juice left to squeeze. Because although I lifted these heavy weights and really pushed myself, there's a, a part of it I need to drain energy. Like I felt the endorphin rushing over that that perspective where my eyes feel like wide open and the world is coming at me at a million miles an hour, but I can slow it down into this tunnel vision of interpretation and success. I love that feeling. I love when those endorphins are flowing through my body like that. You know, so then I hit this meeting and then, you know, I call one of my my other buddies that I'm going to train with later on that day. And I say, I'm like, let's go, let's go get a workout in together. Like, and then I'm thinking in my mind, I'm like, we're going to fuck this up. Like, this is going to be, this is going to be intense. So him and I hit up the rec center in Walnut Grove and knowing that we're going to have a workout and then going to the sauna after. I'm like, this is going to be, this is going to be a good one. So assault bike, battle ropes. One guy, hundred percent on the battle ropes, other guy on the assault bike. The guy on the assault bike is just there for as long as it takes the other guy to get in a hundred percent. We do 10 rounds each. 
that takes almost 25 minutes just for that alone. Because that 100 per side, that gets heavy on the biceps after a while. Then we go right into training biceps, alternating dumbbell curls, 10 per side, supersetted with double curls with those dumbbells. Four sets of that. You know, starting off with the 25s on the 10 per side, dropping it down to the, the 20s for the 10 double curls for two sets. Another two sets, work it way up to the 30-pound dumbbells for the alternating curls, 25-pound dumbbells for the double curls, two sets. Then we get into the fixed bar tricep press downs, 15 reps with the overhead dumbbell tricep extensions, a.k.a. the French press, a.k.a. the coffee maker, for 15 reps, four sets. Back onto the battle ropes. 50 both arms at the same time. Other guys on the assault bike, upper body only on the assault bike, no legs to help. I stood on the back chariot style. He sat on feet up on the pegs. 10 rounds of that. You know, and that crushes that workout right there. There's 60 minutes right there. Just dead, thick, tired arms after that. Then we go down and hit up the sauna, walk up to the sauna, see an out-of-order sign on the sauna, have to hit the steam room. 20 minutes in the steam room, which is something that I struggle with doing because of how intense it gets in there. Hit up that steam room, solid 20 minutes, and the exit strategy is there. Hop into the cold shower and just nice cold shower rinse. You know, the one thing once I stop my tracker I realized that being in the steam room kept me in that orange zone in my heart rate like that kind of 60 to 65 percent of my maximum heart rate consistently the entire time from minute one which is very different than sitting in the dry sauna where it starts down and it slowly just climbs up and climbs up and climbs up but I spend most of the time you know I think around like 40 percent or below that blue zone on my heart rate tracker so I thought, I'm like, you know, from a calories perspective, far better to sit in a steam room than a sauna. I got to that point in the steam room where like my mind was playing tricks on me, like just my whole head felt fuzzy, that dynorphin was just flowing thick and freely through the body. Hands started to get a little tingly. It was a serious bow. That last three minutes, I looked at my watch every 15 seconds, sometimes every five, just can't understand why time is going so slow. Got into some good conversation with a few of the guys there about sauna and sports, which was nice. Kind of creating that camaraderie amongst men that are just pushing themselves to be able to sit in these saunas. It's amazing. I love that. Kind of breaking down that barrier. So you could tell when I first got in there, like everybody was just, you know, didn't want to be that guy that kind of said anything. So I decided, hey, fuck it. Let's bridge that gap and let's break that down, which was nice. But after all that, it's just like craving good quality food. I go home and I cook a three and a half pounds of venison and I eat, you know, probably about a pound and a half of that. Just knowing that this eating this deer that I shot in Alberta and came back home, I deboned it. I processed it myself, you know. I put it in the, the grinder, I packaged it, I put it in the freezer, and now I'm cooking it. Just loved that whole process. Felt very satisfied, felt very good. Very strong in the mind, very strong in the heart because yesterday was that great blend between family, physical activity, neurological stimulation, problem solving, felt great. 
felt absolutely great. Now look at that. Like this is what days are supposed to be like right here. This is like what my perfect day looks like. Now I wake up in the morning and I feel the my body and just how how great it feels from all this activity. My mind feels great. My mind feels sharp because everything was useful yesterday. And I know that, you know, when your mind and your body, when they both feel useful, it's when you have your best days. You know, that lethargic, lazy, fucking bullshit, just actually tangibly like, learning something, challenging your mind, challenging your body, improving your mind, improving your body, putting good quality nutrients into it. All those things are great. I wake up and I'm 180 pounds, which I love. So I'm just like fucking, I ate like a champion last night after doing this crazy workout. Yes. You know, look at the next couple of days, I'm going to be back down to like 177, 178. Blood pressure is almost in the optimal range. You know, internal age was a little bit high because I eating lots late at night. But like again, I needed it because if I didn't do that, my my workout this morning would suffer because I'd be in such a calorie deficit. So it's like those numbers may not look the greatest, but I understand what they are and why they are and what they mean, and knowing that they have to look like that so I can be successful this morning. So all around, all around happy guy. So what a day. And I hope today is exactly the same. And I hope today is just another example of how great a day can be.